Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. The title of my message on this Christmas day is The Promised Son, the Lamb of God. In Genesis chapter 22, verse 8, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. As Abraham was taking Isaac upon the commandment of the Lord to sacrifice him, this was the statement he made. God will provide for himself the lamb. Not a lamb, but the lamb. Of course, there have been many lambs sacrificed throughout the ages, especially in the Old Testament period. But this is the lamb to be a burnt offering. Isaiah 9 and 6, which we've heard today multiple times. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. So the son, the promised son, the lamb, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. <clears throat> so we have the promise of a son, and we have the promise of a lamb. Go with me to Luke chapter 1. I'm going to read from verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city, uh, city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. Everyone say, the Son. the Son. And the Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Now in Luke chapter 2, reading from verse 4. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. <clears throat> so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now they were in the same country shepherds, it's interesting, the shepherds are the first ones to witness, because why? Because the Lamb of God was born in a manger, living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, then the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe 
wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward man. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all those that heard it marveled at these things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. So unto us a child is born, but more than that, a son is given, the son of God, the lamb of God. Now go with me to John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day, John, that is John the Baptist, saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Behold, the Lamb of God. Just as Abraham told Isaac, God will provide for himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So Jesus was born, a child is born, but a son is given, the Son of God. It's very important for us to understand that because this child was born, this child grew, but this child was born to die as a burnt offering. So the Lamb of God died as a burnt offering on the cross, shed his blood. Now what you need to understand is that a baby's blood makes no contact with the mother. Baby does not get the blood from his mother, gets his blood from the father. So it was actually the heavenly father, I want you to see this, it was actually the heavenly father who provided the blood through his son by the Holy Ghost. father provided the blood that's why a son not just a child a son was given even though a child was born a son was given and that son had the divine eternal blood of the father heavenly father and he was born as the lamb of god to take away the sins of the world to be a burnt offering to be a sin offering And again in verse 35 of John chapter 1. And again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. So the Son of God and the Lamb of God. And actually, if you go through the book of Revelation, you see reference to the Lamb of God more than you see reference to the Son of God. Jesus in the book of Revelation is the Lamb of God. That's the theme of the book. He is the Lamb of God. In Revelation 19, 9, it says, Then he said to me, Write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. God's people, I want you to know that we are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And the reason it's called the marriage supper of the Lamb, not the marriage supper of the Son, is because the Lamb shed his blood. 
and those who have trusted in his blood are the ones who are saved and washed in the blood of the lamb who have access into heaven without the blood of the lamb there is no access into heaven no one can come to the father except through the son why because it was the father who provided the blood for his son to shed it on earth and it was the father's blood so the only way to the father is through the blood because the blood the father provided the blood through his son so any other way is an illegitimate way any other way is a way that is actually seems right to man but in the end there is death as the world would say well you know there are many ways to God no there are not there's only one way to God and that is through the blood of the lamb because there's only one child that was born who was given as a son the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world every other religion is in vain the only salvation that is available to man the only name that is given there is no other name there's only one name that has been given to us and that is the name of Jesus because the name of Jesus means Jehovah is our savior or Jehovah is our salvation so he was born to die so that he can provide salvation for mankind that's why it's joy to, to the world that's why it, it's glad tidings or good news to all of mankind because that's the only good news that's the only gospel any other news or any other way is not the gospel there's only one gospel and there's only one way Jesus Christ the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through him because he came from heaven brought the father's blood to the earth was sacrificed on that altar called the cross shed that blood to the very last drop and that blood was spilled to the earth but the Bible also tells us when Jesus was resurrected from the dead and he ascended on high he went to the heavenly temple to the throne of his father and he presented his blood so how is it that he shed all of his blood on earth but he was yet still able to present the blood because this was not any ordinary blood this was an eternal blood this was the father's blood the blood of sacrifice that the father provided for all of mankind to be saved because he's not willing that anyone should perish but all should come to repentance all should come to salvation so that's why it says right blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the lamb and he said to me these are the true sayings of God and then in Revelation 12 and 11 they overcame him that is the devil Satan by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony so how do we overcome we not only overcome by the word of our testimony but what empowers the word of our testimony is the blood of the lamb amen now in first Peter chapter 1 verse 18 says knowing that you were not redeemed by with corruptible things so this blood was not just a corruptible blood because the moment it was spilled all of it to the last drop on the cross spilled to the earth that would mean that it would be corruptible blood just like any other blood since the baby gets the blood from the father where did this blood come from didn't come from Joseph it came from our eternal heavenly father so this was an eternal incorruptible blood not just the kind of regular blood that would spill amen see when the when blood spills it dies this was living blood this is eternal blood that carries the life of God because life is in the blood and if there's eternal life in the blood of Jesus that means it must be eternal blood because the Bible tells us that blood still speaks in heaven or better things to come 
it speaks of mercy not like the blood of Abel that cried out for vengeance from the ground because it was death it represented death this blood represents life and it cries out for life and everyone who trusts in the blood of the lamb receives eternal life because that's what that blood represents life eternal life is in the blood of the lamb hallelujah so knowing that we were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or, or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish without spot he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you so the promised son is the lamb of God the reason a son was given even though a child was born the son was given as a gift eternal life was given as a gift the free gift of salvation was given as a gift to all of mankind and those who receive it and those who trust in that blood to be washed and cleansed by that blood gain access into eternal life gain access into the heavenly father's home just like Jesus said I go back to my father in my father's house are many mansions I go to prepare a place for you when it's time I will come back and receive you unto myself so that where I am you will be there also so the father right now is preparing come on somebody the father is preparing mansions for us in heaven there is a place for you in heaven every single person you can gain access to heaven only by the blood of the lamb there is no other way outside of the blood of Jesus is nothing but dead religion it's works of the flesh trying to earn salvation by works of the flesh by religious works by try, trying to be a good person trying to be a moral person trying to be you know a, a generous person you know, you know I do good deeds well you know I go to church at Christmas and at Easter because something happens when you are washed in the blood of Jesus it causes eternal change and it causes internal change you become born again you become born again you become a child of God you become a son of God why because when you trust in the son you become a son that's why we have to remember on Christmas at the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the reason he was born not only was a child born but a son was given and that son was the Lamb of God who brought the father's blood to the earth and that blood was shed but it was not corruptible blood it was incorruptible blood because that blood is still alive that blood still speaks I know we don't understand it you can't wrap your head around it but we see the blood speaking in heaven how is it that blood speaks in heaven that's some supernatural blood right there that's why that supernatural blood has the power to save power to deliver power to cleanse power to set free power to heal like no other blood And you look at any religion right now on, on, on the planet, there's always some kind of sacrifice. People are still trying, you know, I see, I come from Sunni Islam. I'm Turkish, I was born into Sunni Islam. And so I was taught as a kid, you know, we have the sacrificial holiday where everybody sacrifices lambs. 
And we were told because, you know, Abraham. And it was Ishmael that he took to the mountain and a lamb was provided. So they're still sacrificing lambs, believing in the blood of a lamb to be saved, to be cleansed. You look at other religions. You go to, even you look in witchcraft, there's always a shedding of blood. Isn't that interesting? You look into occult, there's always sacrifices and shedding of blood. Sometimes shedding of human blood. Sometimes even babies and children. That's the kind of wickedness. Because the devil understands the power of the blood. And he tries to substitute wicked blood, corruptible blood, in case, in the place of a holy, incorruptible blood of the Lamb. So Jesus, the moment he was born in that manger as the Lamb of God, he had the Father's blood. He didn't receive his blood from Mary. Just as babies' blood never even touches the mother's blood. Only through the placenta, nutrients are transferred. But they don't have the same. That's why when you want to know who the Father is for a child, you do. You test the blood of the Father. You test the DNA, blood of the DNA of the Father. So we know that Jesus had the Father's DNA. He had the divine nature. Even though he came in a human form, the word, which was with God, which was God, in the, in the beginning was the word. Just like in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, right? Genesis 1.1. We also see John 1.1. In the beginning was the word, which is the same word that created the heavens and the earth. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the word came to show us the glory of the Father. So the divine nature of the Father in his blood, in his DNA, was deposited in human form as Jesus was born as a baby, but a son was given. And that son was given for us to be saved. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I hope that you have been blessed. I would like for you to consider two things. Number one, subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts. Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.